Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message. See you at church. worship team you did a great job this morning excellent job aren't they great (laughs) yeah well it's vision sunday people and it's um the time where we um share with you and those online the the vision that we have for the church in moving forward in 2022 so um let's pray Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that unless you build the house, those who build it labour in vain. And Father, we want to build according to the pattern that you set for us. Father, we thank you, Lord, that as we um, lay out the things that you're showing us today, Father God, that we will all run with endurance the race set before us, Father, that you would show us and you would direct us and you would lead us and guide us by the power of your Spirit in everything that we do, that we say, that we are, Father God, that we would be your servants, Father God, so that you get all the praise and all the glory and all the honour. Father, I pray as I just lay some things out now, you would make my tongue as the pen of a skilful writer, Father God, and for the team as they share this morning, Lord God. Lord, we do so with excitement. We do so, Father God, with great great faith. But, Lord God, we, we do so in humility, Father God, because, Lord, it's all you. We can't do anything except you do it in us first and through us. So we commit ourselves into your hands, Lord, in the mighty and the precious and the most wonderful name, the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Let's look at Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So today's Vision Sunday, and you know, we started, Vic and I, Pastor Vic and I started here eight years ago last month, and um, we are, I'm doing this alone now, physically, but I have a fabulous team that God has built and is building around me. Vic has already received his reward and he's up there cheering us on. He's with the great cloud of witnesses that are up there saying, yay, go team, go on, keep going, you know, don't, don't stop what you're doing. But we who are left here are about to complete a new season in him and move forward in a new season in all that God wants to do. So first of all, I want to start this, this, um, this message today by saying thank you to the church that you are and those of you who are part of the church that are online for being the church you are, for being the people you are, the individuals you are and for sharing of yourself, of your gifts and of your talents and just being committed to what God wants to do here in Murray Bridge and beyond with the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ. Visions in place uh, for all of us who are part of this church to understand what we do and why we do it as a church. In other words, we would all know why we're doing the things we're doing. We would understand that in what we do, we're making the main thing the main thing. And that's become a tag for us over these last 18 months. We make the main thing the main thing, which is make disciples of ourselves, that God would build us up so that we can be to our community and to our world the light and the life of Jesus, that we would be the hands and feet of Jesus as we go about doing the things that he's called us to do. The vision's in place so that we're all running in the same direction, with the same purpose. And everyone is in the race. So we all run 
in the same direction. Proverbs 29:18 in the King James Version says, where there is no vision, the New King James says, revelation, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So when we all take off in different directions, we're all scattered. It's like a scattergun approach. But if we're all running together, running in the same direction, we're accomplishing something. We're zeroing in on the, on the target and we're running to, to complete the race that God has set before us. We've talked before over the years about getting on a bus. And if you consider that the church as a ministry is a bus, the bus goes in one direction at one time. There are those that get on and there are those that get off. But those that are on the bus are cheering and saying, we're going in this direction, we're in it together and we're doing it because we want to serve God together and we want to complete what God has given us to do. Some like to power walk. So if we're all runners and we're all going in the same direction, some of us are power walkers, some of us are crawlers, some of us skip yeah, we can skip and jump as we go. I think of the book of Acts where they were running and leaping and praising God. And I don't see a lot of running and leaping these days. And I certainly don't do it. But um, yeah, going in the same direction and we go at the pace that God sets for each one of us in the season. Some sprint. But I believe that as a church we're marathoners. We're here for the long haul. And it doesn't matter the, the, the pace that you're running at or walking at as long as you're running at the pace that God has set for you and moving forward because we're building in unprecedented times. The, the, the times that we're living in, yeah, they're just, they're a challenge, aren't they? But God has this and he knows what's ahead and he knows how he wants to use us and he know he knows what he wants us to do so we've got to tune our ears to the sound of his voice so that we can listen and walk in obedience to him hebrews 12 says therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This morning, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to use the acronym of WIFE, because we are the bride of Christ. And the first letter of wife is W, and W is for worship. Verse 17 says, when they saw him, they worshipped him. This church is a worshipping church. And our vision for the year ahead is that it will increase in its intensity of worship. Lifting up God, training up team. And it's under Doug and Dana's leadership. And I'm going to throw to Doug and Dana now who've recorded for us. So just watch the screen. We are so excited to be sharing with you this morning. You all know Doug. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're so excited for Vision Sunday and all that Pastor Robin will be sharing with you this morning we just wanted to um, talk with you today about a couple of things that have been on our hearts as well. Yeah, thanks. Um, so as I was praying and preparing for uh, this Sunday, um, I had the Holy Spirit drop a couple of things um, on my spirit. Um, and the first uh, was a story I came across about Matt Redmond's song, um, The Heart of Worship. Um, in his church at the time, his pastor um, had decided that um, f for a certain amount of time, they weren't going to have any instruments or any music for their worship. They were just going to be singing. Um, and it was during this time that he um, wrote this song, um, but not really thinking it was for anyone. Uh, it was really just for him to start off with. Um, and the verse starts with, um, when the music fades, all is stripped away. And I simply come longing just to bring something that's of worth, that will bless your heart. And in the chorus, I'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you and it's all about you, Jesus. 
And I feel that through this past COVID season and sort of into the next season, um, God is wanting us to come back to the heart of worship. Um, it's not about music and it's not about how good we sound. It's all about him. It's all about our heart attitude. Um, and worship is much more than seeing. Um, it's about fulfilling what we were created for. Uh, one of those things we were created for is the fellowship with him, uh, to be close to him, that, that heart-to-heart connection. Um, and I think that, that's what he's truly after. And I think like even more so in this season, uh, in these strange uh, times. And then the other thing uh, the Holy Spirit laid on me was this uh, sentence, what looks like division is actually multiplication. It was going over uh, and over in my head uh, the past few weeks, I think, for a while. Um, it was, uh, what looks like division is actually multiplication. Um, and I didn't realise um, at first that it was God uh, speaking to me. Um, I just thought I had this thought and it was going over in my head. Um, and then I was praying and sort of thinking about Vision Sunday um, today. And this, this came to mind. And then the word mitosis out of nowhere came to mind. Um, and it's a word that I had heard before, but it's not, sort of, it's not a word that I would be able to tell you what it meant off the top of my head. It's not a word I use. Uh, so I looked up what it meant. And the first thing I see in my search is a video with the title, the amazing cell process that uses division to multiply. And then I remember that I spoke something like this um, about a year ago in church. Um, and I believe that mitosis, which is a God idea for perfect, uh, perfectly replicating cells in our body, is a likeness for what God is doing in his body of Bridge City Church. It's a stretching out in preparation uh, for the new and greater things that God is wanting to do uh, in us and through us. Um, and I want to encourage your church and creative team uh, that God has this and just to set your eyes firmly on him. We are really excited for all that God has for us this year. Um, and we did want to talk about how we have some plans, especially in regards to COVID. So at the moment, obviously, there's lots of chaos going on in the world and we're more connected than ever, which is why we know that there's so much chaos happening in the world. Um, and we just wanted to encourage and say that in a world where we are faced with so much chaos, God is what keeps us steady. When we keep our eyes on him and we worship him, all else falls away. <coughs> so with COVID um, and anything else that may be happening, we've got a few plans in place that... Church can still happen, worship can still happen, like no matter what happens. Um, so we're really excited about those plans um, and all that we're doing for those. Um, we believe that a new thing is happening within the team and we're very excited about it. Um, as we get creative together and think of new things, new ideas um, and bring in the God ideas, we believe that we're going to see so much growth um, and so much personal breakthrough. And we're really excited to see what God does with that and how it affects everybody personally and together as a body. So um, we were wanting to say to you all as well that if anybody was interested in serving on the worship or um, creative audiovisual team, we would love to have you. Um, we'd encourage you to either speak to... Um, Daniel, the head of audiovisual, or Chelsea, our head of worship team. Um, and also, if you wanted to flick us a message, you're welcome to do that also. We would encourage you not to be shy. Um, there's probably gifts and talents that we know that are in there, in you guys, that um, you're hiding away or you think that might not be anything. Um, but yeah, I would encourage you to see how God uses your gifts, your talents, and what you think might be a weakness as his strength. We'd encourage you, um, yeah, just to let us know. We're really excited um, for everything that's going to be happening this year. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good year. Yeah. So we miss you all and we really love you. Um, yeah. Yeah, see you guys soon. Yeah, we can't wait to be back with you. All right, have a great morning.
Awesome. Hey. So I just want to thank Mark and Chelsea for leading, um, Chelsea particularly for leading the um, music team here and Daniel and Sophie, the audiovisual, and Kim and Chris at North for what they do there as well. So, you know, when we look at worship, that God is glorified, that Jesus is lifted up, and that the Holy Spirit would move with power uh, in all the meetings. And, you know, my desire, my heart's desire is that we come to a place like um, in First Chronicles where we're not able to minister because the power of God falls so powerfully in this place that everyone falls on the floor because of what God is doing in every heart. And that's a very Pentecostal thing, but I believe that in the days that we're living in, that God wants to confirm his word with signs and wonders, following worship and following the preaching of the word. So, um, so to be focused on him in all things. Also, as an act of worship, you know, we worship with our gifts, we worship with our talents, we worship with our tithes, with our offerings. And, you know, when we bring our tithes into the storehouse, Malachi says, um, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me, but you say, In what way have we robbed you? And he says, In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even in this whole nation. And then he goes on to say, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this. It's the only place in the Bible where God says, try me or test me in this. Bring your tithes in. And God says he'll open the windows of heaven and pour out upon you such blessing that there will be a not, not enough room to receive it. So think about that. And so I just am really grateful and thankful for those of you who tithe and who do offer and bring finance into the house. But I've been challenged in this last month as well to really assess how much I'm giving, how much I'm doing, how much I'm sowing. And so I'm going to throw it to you as well and say, just seek God for what he wants you to do, what he wants you to give. You know, have you been tithing the same amount for the last 10 years? You know, seek God, see what he wants to do. Because as we unfold this vision, you're going to see that there are things that we want to do in this community and beyond that are going to require uh, resource. So just seek God. I don't want to lay a heavy on anybody, but it's, it's one of those things that when you bring your tithe into the storehouse, God will bless and God loves a cheerful giver. So the I, I is for instruction. Instruction is teaching in all things. That Bridge City Church would be a church that will continue to teach the full tenet of Scripture from Genesis right through to Revelation. Instruction in the church on a Sunday morning, in small groups, in Day Connect, in women's life. In um, We're looking at the possibility of doing Night Connect via Zoom in the time that's ahead of us as well. And so for those that can't get out, that people can access Night Connect meetings and prayer things that we're going to set up as well via Zoom in the coming weeks and months that are ahead because we're all busy and uh, this is a great way to connect. But we needn't be stressed about any of these things, you know. Sunday morning's not enough. Sunday morning is the launch pad. We come in and we get fed and we have, have um, time with each other. We have coffee with each other and then we're launched out into the week. But the week that is ahead is where we need to get into the word. We need to be seeking God ourselves. We need to be in prayer and we need to know the things that God is wanting to instruct us with in the times that we're living in. Also, you know, the importance of Bridge City Kids cannot be stressed enough. And I'm just going to ask Scott to come now and share the vision of Bridge City Kids and Youth. Thank you, Scott. Good morning. How's everyone this morning? Someone's good out there. I'm glad. Good, good, good. Um, uh, I guess I probably want to start off... Uh, before I get too deep into my talk, um, with a story yesterday when I was at work. Um, um, some of you know I've got a business and I employ staff and I was chatting with one of them and she was celebrating her 24th wedding anniversary and we worked out that when she got married I was in year five and um, you know and it, it dawned on me you know year five and here I am now 
a, a boss or a manager, depending on which way you look at it, of, of 12 individuals. But if we think about our kids in that way, they're in year five today, reception today, or kids today, they're a part of the church, but in every respect, they're our future leaders of tomorrow. It's not going to be long, and uh, you think I'm annoying. You'll have kids coming up that are going to be us, but older, you know, and, and if we don't invest into that, what are you laughing over? I'm annoying, I know, I know. But, um, but, but really, in every respect, they are our future leaders. They are the future of God's church. Um, they are the ones that are going to be up writing music. They're going to be the ones that are going to be preaching and teaching. They're going to be the future disciples. And if we don't invest into that as a foundation of our church, all of a sudden we lose our future. This church was planted over 30 years ago and it can all end in the sake that if we don't invest into our future generations. So, so kids are important to me. Yeah, I'm a dad, I've got three kids. Um, they're important to me, but they're also very, very important to Jesus. Um, Jesus, at different times, would encourage the kids to come to him. And in fact, he encouraged us adults to have childlike faith like kids. So kids are an important part of the church. They're not a side note. They're not an afterthought. They're not a separation of what we do on Sunday, but they are, in every respect, part of the church. And it's really important that the future generations, just as much as we do, have a sense of belonging, that this is their church. It's really important that they feel like they belong, because if they feel like they belong, they will learn. If they don't feel like they belong, they're not going to be listening, they're not going to be learning. So it's really important that, first of all, as a church body, we make them feel like they belong and not a part of an annoying part of church. They need to feel like they belong. We need to make sure we, invite, we, we create an encouraging atmosphere for them to learn. I, um, I've enjoyed the last couple of months watching my son, um, Samuel, listen in and, and the other kids will ask questions after the services because whether we like it or not, they're listening. I was, I was chatting with our, one of my kids this morning that um, when we communicate, we communicate with much more than our words. As a church body, we can communicate to our kids that they belong through our words but also our actions. And I really want to make sure that we're a church that we communicate to our kids that they belong and they're welcome here. We're in a very exciting age with our kids where we're going to be continuing with Sunday school on a Sunday morning. Um, last year, there was a huge emphasis on Bible school, Bible, Bible stories. Um, and this year, um, chatting with uh, Gay and chatting through that, we're going to make an emphasis on how we put those Bible stories and how we, we put those verses into practice. How, what's it mean and what's it look like by living by God's Word? Worship is going to be a big emphasis. Um, and we need your help in this. Because the kids are part of worship. Praise and worship of a Sunday morning. Then we go out to Sunday school. But we want to develop the culture within our kids that they're joining in with worship. They're a part of worship. They're not just sitting there. But it's an opportunity for them to, to, to find that heart of worship. And then when they go out, they, that carries on into the way that we live on a, uh, in Sunday school and the way that we live beyond Sunday school so we can live by God's word. Chatting with Pastor Robin, um, there's been a huge gap for, for a number of years leading into those teenage years. Um, we've recognised it for, for some time and and, and uh, we've wanted to create a space where teens can be teens. And so, so on, on Tuesday night, every second night, we've got a youth group that's starting uh, for the kids, or older kids from year five through to the high school years. And it's just going to be a place where they can feel like they can belong, 
talk about things that's important to them, talk about things that are happening in school, go through some of those hard subjects, but at the same time, building those strong relationships with other, with other like-minded individuals. And we kicked that off um, last Tuesday with a, some snags, um, not last Tuesday, fortnight ago Tuesday, um, with some snags and some board games, um, and then again with this Tuesday with some pancakes. Um, and so for all those year five through to those late high school years are all, all welcome. So it's going to be ex- incredibly exciting, you know, because I think for the first time in a, in, in a few years, we're moving from the little kids, they're starting to grow up, and we're starting to invest into those, those older kids at this point. So it's very exciting. So, so um, yeah, so hopefully that gives you a good idea, a rundown, what our plans are for this year. Um, and I'm excited to see what the future holds with these who are now kids, but the future of our church. Thanks, Scott. That's great. That's great. It's exciting, isn't it? See the children grow into young adults and... Um, yeah, I just want to thank uh, Gay and Pastor Trevor as well for all they do with Bridge City Kids too, and for the teachers as well. So, instruction as well, but I've just got to mention at this point in time too that Pastor Trevor has got an incredible teaching gift on his life and he's been working on a book which he's, um, we've been able to put together and publish, so if you need to have a copy of that, Um, please see Pastor Trevor, he's great, but he's going to be doing some more teaching over the course of the year as well on specific subjects and that may come in the form of Connect Group or after Sunday service in the afternoons as well, but something that we've talked about over the course of the year. So more instructions. So that's going to extend... um, the, the teaching of the word through our church here at Bridge City, through into Bridge City North and also Lamaru. And um, with Pastor Paul and Barb, they're coming on staff. They're commencing next week, one day a week. And also Andrew and Carolyn, who are about to be credentialed. And they are actually, um, they probably would hate me saying this, but they're, they're cutting back their work time. So they're going to give it a day a week to the church commencing next month as well because they so believe in the vision of Bridge City Church and what they're doing. So we're going to have um, extra pastors on the ground as well and, um, yeah, that's just incredible. F is for friendship. Or you might say fellowship, but the importance of fellowship or friendship within the life of the church that people would come in and build relationships with each other. And it's not just on a Sunday. It's also Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday as well. It's building relationship with like-minded within the church. It's opening your home. It's having a meal with someone. It's uh, inviting someone out for coffee and it's extending um, yourself so that you can build unity in the life of the church. Sometimes we see each other in church and we look at each other and grin or, you know, give give someone a hug, COVID-friendly of course, but um, you you don't know what's happening in their life and building friendship is one of the most powerful things in the life of a church to building team and building commitment so that when you are having a time of struggle you can reach out to each other. Let me just encourage you that there is power in unity and you can't have unity unless you know each other and you're of, of the same vision, you're of the same DNA of the house. So the disciples, when they came together, they were in unity, they were in one one accord. They ate together. They had bread together. They had, um, you know, they broke bread together. They did all of those things. And, you know, in times to come, we're wanting to open the church again for meals um, on a Sunday after church as well, which we used to do pre-COVID. So we're wanting to do that as well so that we can spend time together as a church family. So that's really important too. Um, So much I could add to that, but I'm very mindful of time this morning. But, you know, look around you. See the beautiful people in the church. See the ones that are home, either sick or isolating as well. Reach out. Send a text message. Send a hug. Invite them for coffee. Meet out somewhere. Do something like that as well. But always in the love of God, you know, we're building according to the pattern that he wants to set for us. Um, E. What do you reckon that's for? How about extending yourselves? 
And that's a term that we're going to use in this church about extending ourselves as a life, a life force from within us to evangelise our community. But it requires us to extend ourselves. Acts 1.8 says about going and making disciples from all nations, from Matthew 28. But 1.8 says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Jerusalem, we are our local area. Murray Bridge is our Jerusalem in biblical terms. Judea is the region. Samaria is national. And to the ends of the earth, is international and that's why we believe that the church exists here today as a lighthouse into the community and it's planted as such that the church is a place where people can come in the church is a place where people can receive acceptance that people can receive the love of God that they can sit and receive the instruction in the word of God and it's also a place where we not only come and are fed but it also causes us to want to extend ourselves and reach out knowing that what God has done in us and is doing through us he wants to do into our community and beyond. The mandate of the church we believe is to train and equip God's people and then release them into the work of the ministry that every person that's part of the church knows what they're called to do whether it's um Fill in the blank. Whatever it is, whatever is in your heart, what your passion is, what God has put in you to do, that's the purpose in God. The ministry of Jesus and salvation is the good news of life in him and hope in him. And it's all designed to reach our community and enfold into the life of Bridge City Church. What used to be known as missions for the past several years has now become known as community engagement. And I'm going to ask Andrew and Carolyn to come now and um, share the vision for community engagement for the year that is ahead. There you go. Thank you, Robin. Joys are getting old, you can't see without your glasses on. <clears throat> Morning church, for those that don't know me, uh, us, my name is Andrew, this is my beautiful wife Carolyn, and as Pastor Robin said, we are the community, community engagement leaders for Bridge City Church. Now the vision of Bridge City Church is to lead people into a deeper relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and to grow the church locally, nationally and internationally in all things to be God-focused, Christ-centred, spirit-led and word-based. With this vision driving us, we have some exciting plans for the coming year. We will continue to support our friends in Israel, providing funds for their spiritual, educational and physical needs. Our community garden is thriving under the dedication and hard work of Lynn. Many thanks to Lynn. Um, I'm honoured to head up our men's ministry program which has um, provided us blokes with a safe place to be able to share a lovely barbecue cooked bacon and egg breakfast, a brister coffee, and just to sit down and have a chat. It's amazing the journeys that some of us have been on. And it's always great to share, but it's also equally great to hear from others. Last year we had about six men's breakfasts, thanks to COVID. Um, the last meeting of the year we had a guest speaker uh, who shared his incredible journey, and um, he stayed afterwards for some pastoral care, and he stated that he would love to come back and share with us again sometime. So we're going to take him up on that. This year, we will be commencing our men's breakfast program again at 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, the 12th of March. Um, put it in your diaries, fellas. Saturday, the 12th of March, in the function hall with Pastor Paul sharing. Uh, we are aiming to have a men's ministry event every six to eight weeks. But guys, please know, it doesn't have to be a Sunday, Saturday morning breakfast. Barbecue breakfast, if, if, if anyone has any ideas, please put them forward. We're aiming to reach out into the community. So please bring a mate for a free feed and just have a chat. Uh, we look forward to sharing this journey together with you side by side. Um, we as a team have been seeking God over the last couple of years about how as a church we can meet the needs in our community. We know that there is great need. There's great need for physical, emotional and spiritual need in our immediate area. 
and we've been asking God, how can we help? When we look at the example that Jesus has set, he, carefully, he cared greatly about the poor and he met their physical and spiritual needs. See, in James 2, verse 14, it says, What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say goodbye and have a great day, stay warm, eat well. But then you don't give them any person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. These are the words of the Bible, not my words. Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me, he has set, sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, and to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. You see, Jesus cared deeply about the poor and the oppressed, and he wants us to do the same. As we continue to seek God about what we as a church could do, he gave us a series of dreams. And then he began to, began to connect us with the people who could make those dreams a reality. We also felt God asking us to reduce our working hours, as Pastor Robin's already said, and to tie the day a week to our church, serving in his community service. I hand it over to Carol. Some of the needs highlighted to us in our community were food insecurity, loneliness, and breakdown of family relationships. Food insecurity can be any disruption to people's ability to be able to access food. It can be ongoing, or for a period of time. For example, if a parent loses a job or a child is hospitalised in ICU or something and the parent has to give up work to be with the child, food insecurity can be for a whole variety of reasons. We learned from Food Bank SA that when they conducted their initial needs analysis of Murray Bridge, the, gen uh, the general area around our church and across the road around the Swanport Plaza area was the area of greatest need. We learned that more than one in six Australian adults can be categorised as severely food insecure, which means they experience multiple disruptions to their eating patterns and often have to reduce their food intake. On top of this, 1.2 million children are experiencing severe food insecurity, sometimes going whole days without eating. More than two in five severely food insecure parents, which is around 43%, say their children go a whole day without eating at least once a week. Quite astounding figures for Australia. <laughs> While food insecurity is a long-term experience for many, COVID-19 has caused others to experience it for the first time. More than one in three Australians, which is around 38%, who were food insecure last year, had never experienced food insecurity prior to the pandemic. Another problem our community faces is the impact of social isolation and loneliness. The Australian Institute of Health and Welfare state that loneliness has been linked to premature death, poor physical and mental health, and general dissatisfaction with life. Social isolation has also been linked to mental illness, emotional distress, suicide, the development of dementia, premature death, poor health health behaviours, smoking, physical inactivity, poor sleep and biological effects, including high blood pressure and poorer immune function. To facilitate our church's vision and the mandate of Jesus, we would like to introduce Bridge City Hub, which we will call The Hub. The Hub will be set up in the Function Hall and will be open on Fridays. Every Friday morning from 9am until 12 noon, Bridge City Church will open their doors to people in the local community who are in need of supplementing their food supply. This program exists to express God's love and we aim to do it, we aim to do this in meeting people's needs by providing access to food through Food Bank Australia at minimum cost. We will also run, run a cafe providing tea, coffee and toasted sandwiches at no charge. 
where conversations can take place over a cup of coffee. Friendships can be developed and people made to feel at home. We want to build a bridge into our community, showing the love of Jesus. On Friday afternoons, we will run programs that are needed and will benefit community members. We will begin running Circle of Security Parenting Course, run by pastors Paul and Barb, who are trained to deliver this nationally and internationally recognised course. One of the founders of the course, Kent Hoffman, made this quote, Every person we will ever meet has infinite worth. Throughout the year, we will make other courses available, including some basic cooking classes, budgeting course and others as the need arises, and we learn more of what is needed in our local area. We see the hub as a safe place where people outside of the church can come, where they can have some needs met and have a sense of belonging. To know that every Friday morning there will be someone who will meet them over a coffee, who will listen and care about them. We want to serve in such a way that people feel they're the most important people on the earth. To greet people with respect and dignity in an appropriate manner as they enter the church premises and make them feel welcome, safe and at home. To help them with their physical need for food, lend a listening ear and love them with the love of Jesus, always making the main thing the main thing. Now comes the really exciting part. If you would like to make a difference in the lives of others, to share the love of Jesus and be a part of the team, we would love you to join us. There are many different jobs, including welcoming people, making tea and coffee, helping with the food bank, and many more. We also need people who are willing to commit to praying for the hub. You may not be able to commit on a weekly basis, but we can put people on a roster and um, have you come at different times. That's convenient. If you're interested, there are slips of paper, like this one, in the chair in front of you. Please fill it in and return it to us at the end of the service. If you want more information, just come and talk to us. We're really happy to talk to you. And um, we just want to encourage you all that together we can make a massive difference in people's lives in our community. Thank you. That's awesome. Isn't that exciting? Amazing what God wants to do through us. Do you know, um, Daniel, can you put that picture up for me, please? Sophie. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labour in vain who build it. Unless... The Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. You see, this is a, a house I go past on my way to church. And as I was looking at it, I kept thinking, who built that? What was in their heart when they built it? What happened? Where are those lives now? What was the passion that they were running on? Where are those family members? Why is it? left desolate and empty. And God started to speak to me about when we build a church, we build for the generations. We build for it to last. We build according to the pattern that he wants us to build to. So all of the things that we're putting in place are the things that we believe God is showing us to do so that we can not just be an insular and isolated body of Christ here in Murray Bridge but reaching out with the hope of Jesus reaching out with the life of Jesus so that in generations to come, however long it is before the Lord comes back for us, you know, this Bridge City Church is not going to be left like that, desolate, empty, crumbling, no one living in it, no one doing anything in it, that no matter what happens, that what we do and what we build is according to God's pattern. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 to 15 says, We are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master building, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one of you take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 
Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is built, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so through fire. And I asked myself, are we building on the foundation that is imperishable? And that's God. God is our foundation. Jesus is the cornerstone. We are led by the Spirit of God. We want the silver and the gold, which is refined by fire and does not perish to last. We want the works we do not to be empty works or programs, but the works that we do are the ones that are ordained by God, the things that he wants for this time, for this place, this season that we're in. God wants Bridge City Church to be lasting, to be resilient, to be established, to be growing and reaching the lost so that we can indeed, when we think about what it is we can do, we can look at wife, worship, instruction, friendship and extending ourselves See, the first three are about us being equipped and the last one is the purpose, our purpose in God, to go and preach the good news to all nations, baptising in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, to reaching our community and beyond with the love of Jesus. So in conclusion today, I want to just say, Jesus said, go. And then he said, lo, (laughs) if you go, then lo, he is with you. No go, no low. Well, he's with you always anyway. But when he sends you, he's with you. His promise is to lead you and guide you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. As we go, he's promised to go with us and to give us all we need to do what he's called us to do. As we walk in obedience to him, keeping at the forefront of our minds the reason we're here, the purpose of the church, the reason that we're here, that Jesus in all things, worship, instruction, friendship, evangelism. Remember, wife, we are the bride of Christ. And the other parts of the body of Christ here in Murray Bridge that we could work together. We don't want to duplicate services that are already, already in place, but we want to be what God wants us to be and what he wants to do through us. But it's up to us to take responsibility for those things. What's God called us to do? And ask yourself, what can I do? Our prayer is that Bridge City will be generational. We have the babies, more coming. Toddlers and children and teens and young marrieds and old marrieds and young singles and old singles multicultural congregation of people who love God, love each other and love the lost. And our vision statement, as we've already spoken of today, and it's on our newsletter every month, to lead people into a deeper relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and to grow the church locally, nationally and internationally, to make the main thing the main thing, to not be distracted, to not be discouraged, to not be diverted from what God wants for each one of us to do. And in all things, God-focused, Christ-centred, spirit-led and word-based, that we would be God's answer for our community in part in Murray Bridge and beyond. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today, Lord, that you set a pattern for us that we can build according to, that we would build according to the things that you want to do in us and through us, Lord God. Lord, that you would, Lord, raise us up to be obedient to the things that you're wanting us to do in this time for all generations. Father God, that you would use the gifts and talents of each one of us in this place and those listening online to build your church because it's not just building church, it's building kingdom. 
It's building the generations, Lord God. It's giving the hope and the life and the love of Jesus into our community. It starts with us, Father God, that we would build up with worship, with instruction around your word, with friendship and build each other up and encourage each other and meet needs within each other. But then the whole purpose is that we would go forth, go and make disciples doing the things that you've called us to do. Father, I thank you today that, Lord God, if anyone lacks wisdom, we can look to you and you give us the wisdom we need. And, Father, we need you. We need your wisdom. We need your direction. We need your purpose in all things. Father, we thank you that as we go, you will be with us. And, Lord, we thank you for every person that's part of this church, Father, that you are speaking to each heart of what each one can do. For those that need to lay things down, let them lay them down. For those who need to pick things up, that they would pick them up. For those that need to graft into another aspect of life in you, that they would be melded into you and grow in you in all things. For those, Lord God, that are really seeking after your face and wanting to know your purpose and your plan, that you, Lord God, would speak into their heart, speak into their soul, Lord God, and give them the understanding of the time that they're living in and what it is that you want them to do for you. We give you praise and we give you thanks. If there's anyone out there that does not know Jesus as Saviour and Lord, then I would pray, Lord, right now that you would touch each heart and they would commit each life to you, that they would reach out and say, Lord Jesus, be my personal Lord and Saviour. Be my God. Lead me and guide me. Forgive my sins. Take me into a deep fellowship with you, a deep friendship and understanding of you, Lord Jesus, and what you've done for me. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you've prayed that for the first time today, please get in touch with us and we would love to resource you and help you. But for everyone in this place today, I speak a mobilising and an anointing on the body of Christ to fulfil the purpose that they have been born to and come into the kingdom for such a time as this. I thank you, Father God, for every willing worker, everyone who prays, everyone who seeks your face, everyone who's committed to you, Lord God, and to the house of God here in Murray Bridge. We commit this all into your hands in the precious name of Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honour. And everyone said, Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church. Or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. 